Remember how last week we started talking about intimacy and how it starts with you? We also talked about how digging deep and getting to know yourself is the first step in intimacy. Well, this is a continuation of that conversation. Hello, listeners. This is Davina. I am the Relationship Guru. I am the host of the Relationship Guru podcast. It is a podcast for people who want to expand their minds about relationships. It is a show for people who are looking for spiritual, practical, and psychological insight to learn and grow about all types of relationships. Welcome back to another episode. If you are ready to get into other aspects of intimacy, you'll want to listen and share. Let's get into two other types of intimacy. You might be surprised by what you hear. Let's get into this thought process. We mentioned in our last episode that intimacy is defined as being close, familiar, or a sense of closeness. We all long for unconditional acceptance and closeness. We all want to be cared for, understood, loved, and known for who we are. What do you think when you think of intimacy? When you feel an intimate connection with someone, you feel comfort, safety, good feelings, knowing, just an overall connection on the same wavelength. Usually, we feel this kind of intimacy with a significant other, our partner, our parents, close friends, and sometimes even our children, especially when they're adults. But is it possible to have these feelings with a divine higher power, such as God, Allah, or the universe? Is it possible to have a spiritual intimacy a spiritual closeness. Some would say no. I say yes. Why do I say yes to this feeling or this type of spiritual intimacy? Thinking of the definition of intimacy with the feeling and meaning of closeness and being familiar. I can recall so many times in my life when I felt so close to God so close to my creator, so close to the universe, and I still do. There are times when I can hear my parents and my grandparents' thoughts and conversations that they've had with me as if, as if they were standing right there, as if the universe had just opened up their voice and spoke to me. This type of intimate connection gives me a sense of closeness and peace. These voices often audible to me, providing me with each direction I should go in my life. They do then and they do now. This spiritual or deeper intimacy gives me confidence and helps me to trust. Trust is at the heart of intimacy. The more we trust someone, the closer we let them get to us. The degree to which we trust is compromised in a relationship. And 
if it's compromised, it can evaporate. So while there are many ingredients to intimacy, each intimate relationship we have has a different recipe, but it all has one thing in common, and that is trust. We cannot be intimate with a person we don't trust, at least not for the two types of intimate connections we're talking about today. Connecting to your higher power is one place to start for this kind of intimacy. For me, this connection to your higher power is the first place to start. If we cannot be intimate with our God, our creator, the universe, then we will certainly struggle to have intimate relationships with people who are imperfect. Yet, if we can be intimate with God, our higher power, then that higher power will show us how to be free, to experience the kind of intimacy in all relationships that we desire. Honestly, I believe we long for relationships where we don't have to lie about who we are, where we can feel fear of uh, free of fear, where we fear um, being judged or we don't fear being judged in the eyes of another human, where we are judgment free. Your higher power is the kind of intimacy you want there. If we cannot be intimate with those people, we have to be intimate with God. We have to look for our source so that we can experience that kind of freedom that we desire. So I believe connecting with a spiritual intimacy is another place where we can find out answers about ourselves. Intimacy with God or your higher power and the universe is different for each person. Each person's experience of intimacy with their God is unique. In my many years of pursuing this, there have been words of love released into my heart through dreams, visions, revelations, power, glory, and love. Everything talks. Everything speaks to us. The world speaks to us. We just need to tune in. When we speak to our higher power as if we're talking to a close friend or a significant other, those words that we speak are released into the universe. As you would talk to a friend, sometimes the words are positive and pleasant, and other times, they are words of fear and frustration. So, so should the same words be used when we are speaking to God and our higher power. I personally feel that it is okay to express fear and frustration to our higher power, to our God. I personally feel it is okay to express words of pleasantry words of positive and affirmations as well to our God or to our higher power. Many people assume that being intimate with God is only a special call for special individuals 
who can develop that type of relationship. I don't believe that. I believe it is obtainable for anyone. But in order to develop that type of closeness, there has to be some time spent in this area too. This is true for our relationships with human beings as well as with God or higher power. Our experience of nearness is actually proximity to us. But just as you can feel closeness with someone without them being actually physically next to you, you can also experience that same closeness, that same proximity with God or your higher power, and even with the universe. If you want to increase your intimacy with God or universe or the universe, you have to embody the energy of developing that connection. You may have heard this done in a few different ways. In the Bible, you may have heard it as taste and see that the Lord is good. In other words, try God and see that he is good. Prove him. Allow him to show you those things and reveal those things to you. Some people look for divine signs in nature. There are times when the calls of nature speak through wind, through water, through air, through sky. Those things speak also. Ask for an intimate connection with your God or higher power and develop that. Allow that faith to grow. Some things with your higher power are so personal, so intimate, that words alone cannot describe it. It must be felt with the heart. This is true intimacy with any higher power, any God or universe. No one else can really understand the special bond that you share because it's altogether personal. So if you know anything about me, you know I'm a deep thinker. And I often think about how we connect with one another, which brings me to our next type of intimate connection. Thinking about intimate connections reminds me to ask this question or these questions. Have you ever been attracted to a person's mind? Just attracted to the way that they think? Have you ever been attracted so much so that you are mentally aroused? When thinking of this person, you may not find them physically attractive at all. You may not find a sexual attraction to this person. This, fam- this person can be a family member, a co-worker, or anyone where you share the same thought process. It can be about any subject from what's going on in the world, politics, money, health, in society, or whatever. You just seem to mentally click with this person. Have you ever listened to a podcast like this one? Perhaps you've watched a YouTube video, so much so that the person that was speaking in the video was is it was as if they were speaking directly to you. You were sharing the same thought process, thinking the same thoughts. 
That is intellectual intimacy. Intellectual intimacy is being able to cultivate one another's individual thinking skills and intellectual prowess. It is being able to understand that person's sense and reasoning. It is being able to understand their objectivity. It is as if you are on the same wavelength. Oftentimes, there are comforting beliefs and viewpoints that you connect with this person that creates an intellectual intimacy. These are things that you agree on. An example is if you are reading a book together or if you're reading a book in a group and you agree with one other person as to the takeaways of that book. When you have an intellectual intimacy connection, talking about heavy topics can help you develop a mutual respect for one another. Talking about heavy topics and agreeing on them allows you to exchange and pick up qualities from, from one another. It will allow stronger teams to build and it can make better people. Intellectual intimacy can improve all of your relationships at work, at home, with your friends, with your family. Developing intellectual intimacy can make frenemies more of allies. How to do this? Look for topics that fuel and inspire both of you. Look for topics where others can get involved and agree on intellectual topics. So in conclusion, intellectual intimacy supports friendships and relationships Intellectual intimacy can maintain a relationship that can stand alone without physical or sexual connection. So look at this as a different chapter to explore with developing spiritual and intellectual relationships. Look at this to chap look at this as an example to share a poem, a podcast, a video so that you can hear someone else's thoughts, so that you can make that intellectual connection and build that intellectual, intimate relationship. Sit still or take a walk in nature and listen to the universe for a deeper spiritual, intimate connection. Spiritual and intellectual relationships enrich your soul. Well, those are my thoughts for this week. So until next time, remember, sweet relationships refresh the soul. Be the sugar in someone's life. Life is too sweet to be bitter. Make your relationships matter. Drop in next Thursday for another insightful episode from the Relationship Guru. Thank you for listening today. I'd like to leave you with this quote. Physical attractions are common, but a real mental connection is rare. If you find it, hold on to it. Peace and love and more of the above, beautiful people. Ciao for now.
Hey there, beautiful people. It's Davina, the relationship guru. Do you have a burning question you are really wanting to give feedback on? Do you want an open-minded perspective on a situation you are facing? Do you need tips, techniques on how to better communicate your thoughts about a situation? If so, every Thursday, I will choose a question from the podcast, the website, or social media and answer it here and on social media. So this week's question comes from BC. BC writes, I have been dating this young lady for a while now. We are not exclusive, or at least we've not had an exclusive conversation. Since the pandemic, many restaurants don't have menus or paper menus, and you need to use your phone to scan the QR code. While at dinner one evening, we are looking at the menu on my phone. I got a text from my ex saying, hey boo, do you miss me? I know she saw the text because we were both holding my phone looking at the menu at the same time. I swiped it away and didn't say anything. She didn't seem to be too bothered by it. We finished the evening, but I got really quiet and it felt really awkward, so I didn't talk much afterwards. She didn't talk much either. I want to know, should I bring up the fact that I know she saw the text and explain, or should I wait for her to bring it up? I feel like I really want to bring up the fact that I know she saw the text. That is a great question, BC, and it sounds like you were in an awkward situation. What I am interested in knowing is, why do you feel the need to bring it up? If you are not exclusive, in my opinion, there's no need to explain. One thing I know for sure is that you cannot control another person's body, you cannot control another person's money, you cannot control another person's time. One thing I would add with that is also you cannot control another person's phone. However, if you feel the need to bring it up, if it's just burning a hole in your brain, then start the conversation with what your relationship status is with her so that there is no misunderstanding and thinking that you possibly could be in an exclusive relationship. Then I would see where things go from there. Well, I hope that helps, BC. So if you have a burning question, let's chat here. Ask your question and the rela- or on the Relationship Guru website and any social media platform, and I will answer it on the show and in social media. I've also included the platform um, links in the show notes. That's all for now. Ciao, and see you later.